Welcome to the Vital Dawn Podcast for Friday, May 12th. Stocks are rallying in Europe and the US. So in the US, you have S&P futures up 20 points. It's about 50 basis points. Dow futures are up a similar percent, 50 basis points, which is about 160 points. And then NASDAQ futures are up 40 points, which is about 30 basis points. Um, NASDAQ futures obviously had a, as the NASDAQ yesterday was a big outperformer. So lagging a tiny bit this morning, but broad gains in the US, broad gains in Europe. You have the major indices of about 70 basis points in Europe, very strong outperformance in luxury stocks. So remember luxury in Europe is like tech in the US. They're the largest cap stocks for the most part. They dominate the indices. So you had Reichmont, the parent of Cartier and other brands had very strong earnings this morning. So you had carrying LVMH, et cetera, um, are all rallying in sympathy. You also had Prada yesterday, um, healthy results as well. So luxury in Europe is trading very well. Financials are doing decently too. So banks and insurers are in the green. Um, and then you have underperformance in autos and real estate stocks in Europe. And then Asia was mixed. Japan finished higher. The Nikkei rallied 90 basis points. The Hang Seng fell 60 basis points. The Shanghai Comp fell about 100 basis points. You had in the last 36 hours, I think, um, a, an uptick in sentiment towards China in the U.S., given the JD.com earnings report. So JD.com rallied 7% in Hong Kong. Very strong results yesterday morning. Um, you had this meeting in Vienna that took place suggesting um, at least an attempt to stabilize relations between uh, Beijing and Washington. Um, and then the you know the very soft inflation figures out of China is raising speculation about further fiscal monetary help for the economy. Um, but that's obviously not translating at least yet to gains in Hong Kong or the mainland. Um, so there's kind of this dichotomy between U.S. investors looking at China feeling better, but not really um, you know, having an impact in China at least. Um, so in terms of the broader macro landscape, pretty quiet evening and morning of news. There was supposed to be a principals meeting today at the White House, Biden and the congressional leadership to discuss the debt ceiling that's been delayed into early next week. Um, you know, I think it's a mild positive. So it suggests that the staffs of all the various principals, which is where the real kind of negotiation takes place, is making some progress. Um, you know, it, it looks like they're still very far apart. So, you know, this is certainly not close to being finished. Um, there's probably going to be more headline risk around it. I don't think that there will be a breach of the debt ceiling, but again, the histrionics and the drama um, looks to continue. But I think the fact that meeting was delayed is a small positive. And I think just in general, the market, if you were to take the debt ceiling completely off the table, it almost feels like the debt ceiling is holding this giant beach ball below water. And if it were to finally get removed or just kind of um, you know get resolved, that you could see this market finally close above 4,200, um, and and you know have a have a decent rally, but that we just have to kind of get past that debt ceiling. So that's really the only macro development of note um, in the U.S. You did have a hawkish comment from a Fed official talking about how you know there very easily could be further hikes to come, given employment is still too high, given inflation is still um, too elevated. You know, I think markets are well past that. The debate now is kind of the extent to which the Fed cuts rates in the second half of the year, given what you saw in the CPI, the PPI, and especially the weekly claims yesterday. Um, I think the market is probably a little too aggressive in pricing and rate cuts. But as far as incremental hikes are concerned, I think the bar is very high. And um, all signs suggest that you know the, the, the economy right now is not going to clear it.
nothing really all that big on U.S. earnings last night. It was a very quiet evening. Um, like I said, Reichmont in Europe is the big highlight that's giving luxury stocks a boost. We're essentially finished with the March end earnings season. Um, and then the April end season starts next week. So Walmart, Target, Cisco, Home Depot, uh, Applied Materials, those are going to be the big names. You get um, you know important insight into the month of April and then into early May see how the economy trended. Obviously, um, you know, very valuable insight into the consumer from Walmart and Target. So that's going to be the next kind of really major catalyst. On today's calendar specifically, um, not much. So import-export prices at 8.30, the Michigan inflation expectations at 10 a.m. Um, you have a couple of Fed speakers, but they're really not supposed to begin talking until after the market closed this afternoon. And no one major is due to report earnings today. I put out uh, the latest bull versus bear piece yesterday afternoon. It's on the website. So that has all my kind of latest thoughts on on what's happening in the market. And again, my main thesis is that there is not enough appreciation for this unique disconnect between EPS and GDP right now, where corporate America is benefiting from powerful tailwinds, a lot of them involving just the removal of a lot of COVID era distortions um, that weighed heavily on earnings. And you it's important to realize that corporate America in terms of margins and earnings have been in a recession before and they're now almost, they're just emerging from it, even as the broader GDP environment in the US starts to soften. Um, so that to me is kind of the the main reason that that I'm, I'm positive, coupled with, you know, we've come out of a the most aggressive monetary tightening campaign in history, one of the most, um, has come to an end, 500 basis points in a little bit over a year. That's obviously... An encouraging development, coupled with just sentiment that is still extraordinarily negative um, towards the market. So those are still the three drivers as to why I am uh, much more sanguine than most. And I don't disagree with a lot of the criticisms. It's a very imbalanced market. You know, if you look at the year-to-date performance, the S&P, the normal capitalization weighted S&P is up about 7%. The equal weighted version of that index is flat. NASDAQ is up high teens percent. Banks are down over 25%. So huge distortions we need to surface in the market. Um, a lot of discrepancy. So obviously that's not healthy. It's an imbalanced market. Valuations are not appealing. We still have this nuisance debt ceiling that's outstanding. So there's certainly all of the criticisms. Um, most of the criticisms I agree with. I I do not agree with kind of the hard landing, um, you know, sharp recession fears. Um, I just don't see that being borne out in what companies are saying or seeing or, or reporting. So that is everything for today, Friday, May 12th. Thank you for listening.